Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes of blowjobs. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. And you know what happens with Tokyo Drifting? It leads to bickering, which, of course, leads to karate. <laughs> and on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Yo, ho, ho, but we don't say ho, because <laughs> ho is disrespectful, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, there could be a limit as to what he can do as a volume of liquid. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. Uh, so, okay. I kind of have, we're going to go, and we're not going to do Papa Scotch's correction crevice right now. <gasps> we're going to do Papa Scotch's shame crevice. Oh, hope it's yeah. Did you shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This is a reference to something we discussed last episode, which was obviously Devil May Cry. We all remember that. Oh, yeah. It's good. good oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, we were talking about Devil May Cry. We were talking about the Sparda people and i said hey wasn't that from 300 and it came out in 2005 it turns out that i was deliberately lying i knew it came out in 2006 the movie 300 but i didn't want you guys to know that i knew that (laughs) felt like it the old switcheroo so yeah yeah i lied about knowing facts uh but the comic did come out in 1998 which we didn't know Mm -hmm. but uh other than that that's that's all we got for the the crevice no corrections to be made because we're perfect other than me lying. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so let's go into what we play, what we watch, what we do. Dr. Scientist, what'd you do this week? Um, I started playing a game called Curse of the Dead Gods. I just saw that when I was looking up uh, Souls-like. It is. It's kind of a roguelite Souls-like. It's it's all right. It's pretty good. Hmm. If you like keep running through dungeons and killing things. It's just like a dungeon crawler. Kind of, yeah. You got to pick where you go, increase your stats, get new weapons. Is it new or? Uh, yeah. Okay. Within the last couple months. And I started playing a game called The Lost Child, which is a SMT-like Wait. turn-based RPG. SMT? Shimigami Tensai. Mm. Oh, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Yeah, name. yeah. I knew that. You didn't know that? Yeah, Shimigami. Yeah. It's all right. It. it it's like a Pokemon catch them all thing. It's I'm, oh, that sounds it kills fun. the time. Yeah. Apparently, like Chump Slap, I've been watching a lot of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. I just can't ever can't ever go wrong with that. <laughs> I was just gonna ask which one are yet. I or are just, you just like randomly picking up. Episodes? I just watched the Pussy Hands one. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, a that's great one. So good. How about Panther? Oh no, <laughs> Pussy Hands. Oh, I can't wait to get to the one where they God pretend to kill themselves. That's Coming up soon. Pussy Hands episode makes me want to buy a tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've thought about this, and I've done some research, because I was thinking about being a tracksuit guy. Yeah. But the thing they don't tell you is those things are really, really warm. Yeah. I had a feeling they might be. Like, if you run hot, that's not the outfit for you. It's more of a winter thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Like, even the quote-unquote summer ones, they're they're still like, they don't breathe. <laughs> So you're just going to be like a hot dog cooking in that thing. Yeah, Sexy. <laughs> so if you want in on that. Fair. Let's get ourselves a tracksuit. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, get yourself a tracksuit. 
<laughs> and I watched this movie called The Vanished. It's the about Vanished. It's, it was a pretty decent movie. It was about this family goes camping and their daughter disappears. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like the cops just go searching for her, and they kind of, the family kind of freaks out, and they start accusing everybody of doing it. And it's interesting. It wasn't aliens, was it? No. Oh, thank goodness. Good. Woo! Spoiler close, close. alert. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. It wasn't an alien. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. That's probably all I did this week. All right. Sounds. Like I did start trying to alphabetize my magic cards, and that's a whole different oh, story. Geez. That's for another podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have enough time to get into that today. No. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Papa Scotch? Would you play, watch, do? Well, I'm continuing on my The Last of Us 2 collectible run. Oh, yes. Man, you still haven't done that? I'm at about, well, in the cutscene movie, like I said, it's like an hour and 48 minutes or something like that. Mm. Not the cutscene movie. What am I talking about? The collectible yeah. guide, whatever. I think I'm at like an hour 21 or 23 Ooh. or something like that. Man, a younger Popper Scotch would have had that done already. He would have saw there's yeah. only 20 minutes left and been like, I'm going for yeah. it. Dude, it ta- you have no idea how fucking long. There were nights where I spent four or five hours playing that game and I got 10 minutes in that goddamn video. That makes, <laughs> that makes me sad. <laughs> well, at the beginning, I was like, I was playing through it and I had originally started that collectible run back when I had, the, like, I beat it the first time. Yeah. And I got about 20 minutes into the, the cutscene movie. So I was like, I'm too far. Like, I, I kind of want to revisit the story. Let's see. It. And I'd be watching the cutscenes. And then after like three evenings of that taking three times as long, I'm like, fuck this. And now I'm fast forwarding through all the cutscenes to just nice. get it over with. It's a great <laughs> game, though. Yeah, so I heard. And uh, played some dudes. Oh, really? Yeah, with you. You were there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we were playing uh, Outbreak mode. Yeah, getting drunker and drunker. <laughs> Dude, I was annihilated <laughs> by the time we got to... And I don't know if this is just me getting older or if I'm going through something or what, but I don't really get hangovers as much anymore, but I just don't sleep. It sucks. You just don't sleep? Yeah, like I'll wake up at 3 a.m. and like my body's like, time to wake up, bro. Damn, that's crazy. It is a stimulant. It sucks. Did that ever happen to you guys? Where you drink and then it's you just wake up? I made that up. <laughs> no, I get hangovers ten times worse. No, I, I, it's the only way I can really sleep. <laughs> wow, we're hitting all corners here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I stopped getting hangovers when they like banned smoking in bars. Well, really? I, yeah, because I guess the smoking just gave me headaches. He's full of shit. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> you could drink so much, you just bypass hangovers, and you're just always drunk. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, we played some dudes. Hey, look, uh, look out there, you you fans. Maybe uh, maybe we'll stream it one day on on the Twitches. Oh, look out! We won't tell anybody, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. be there. We'll be there. You can just find it if you look for it every day, all the time. <laughs> Between taking piss breaks and getting new beers, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure that's <laughs> exciting to watch. <laughs> I'm gonna mute you and pee for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. I've been drinking heavily. Oh boy. Well, I think it would have been interesting because we were playing and talking, and it's like, okay, this time it's serious. This time we're doing a serious run. <laughs> this is gonna be. Let's try to get as far as we can, and then we die in like the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I thought this was gonna be serious. I thought we were gonna do serious run. It was pretty good. 
Uh, I wish we would have made more advantage of that uh, the time we both had ray guns, but you know. Yeah, you know, sometimes you get a little cocky and die instantly. <laughs> oh, did you just start running in places? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were running around with the, the Call of Duty ray gun, which is like, for those of you that don't know, it's like the OP zombie weapon mm-hmm. that doesn't show up that often, and we both got one somehow. <laughs> So we would pack a punch it and make it extra strong, and then we would just be like one or two shotting, like the mini bosses in the game. We're like, this is fucking easy. <laughs> like I don't think anyone's gonna stop us. <laughs> and then we then we got through level two pretty easily. Like let's do it. Let's go for level three. So we got to level three, and uh, like it was those guys that fucking jump at you, man. We just got a li- little zealous. A little zealous, and then all of a sudden, one went down, then the other one went down. Was it, was it like, like, uh, all right, let's fuck these guys up. Oh, shit, I'm down. Come get me. Yeah, like, no, pretty, yeah, oh, shit, pretty much. Down. Yeah, it was pretty much like, holy shit, that guy, I just two-shotted that fucking big guy. And then 10 minutes later, holy shit, that big guy just jumped across the screen, screen <laughs> jumped on me. I'm down. Ugh. And then before I was like, wait, you're down? I then got down. <laughs> so then we were fucked. And we didn't have any auto regens or whatever. We should probably be more cognizant of when we have the auto revives yes, or whatever. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, look on go. You can go uh, follow me right now on Twitch at Papa Scotch, and then you'll get a nice little email when we do go live. And I'll throw <laughs> it on Instagram too, and I'll throw it on Twitter. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll plan an event when we actually get our shit together. But other than that, I watched a couple movies this week. Mm. Oh, I heard. I hope they're scotchy. Starting with the classic Scotch move, which is watch a movie way after you guys did. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Boss Level. Oh, nice! And I gotta say, I kind of enjoyed it. I did too. Boss Level. It was yeah. yeah I don't dumb. think you've seen it. Yeah, I didn't see that yet. Oh, <coughs> it's uh, it's dumb action fun with you know the uh, reliving the same day over and over twist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was fun. I liked it. And then I watched two horror movies I thought were really great. They're a little slow, but they're really great. I want to know if you guys saw these. Have you seen Relic? Not the Relic, the one with Tom Sizemore from 1998. Mm, okay, that's the one I was thinking. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. Yeah. Is it a new one? It's newish. I think it's 2018, 2019 with Emily Mortimer. No. Maybe. I've seen it. What no. happens? Uh, she is a woman who's working hard, and her mom starts kind of like losing her mind, and she disappears one day. So Emily Mortimer and her daughter go to like check on her and she's gone and they're at the house and she just shows up and she's fine. Hmm. And they're like, what's the deal? And she can't remember. And basically it's ghosts Oh, without spoiling anything. Yeah, I've, I've seen part of it. I don't think I finished it. Yeah, it doesn't sound familiar. It was a little slow, but I enjoyed it. Uh, the other one I saw, which I thought was very good, but also was extremely slow. The Dark and the Wicked. No, I haven't heard that one either. Yeah, I didn't hear about any of these until I I Googled like best horror movies of 2020 and these two came up and I'm like, I haven't even heard of them. Let's do it. So The Dark and the Wicked is about kind of the same thing a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Farm, farmhouse, farm mom and dad, right? Mm -hmm. On a goat farm in Texas, the middle of nowhere. Dad gets terminally ill. He doesn't have a lot of time. He's he's basically unresponsive in the bed, just, you know, Mm -hmm. waiting. Uh, so mom's there left to do it by herself. So the two kids who are like in their 30s now, they're adults, they come back to kind of be there. And it turns out that there's a demonic presence on the farm that is kind of trying to take the father's soul. 
I don't think I've seen it, but I've definitely seen like 40 movies exactly the yeah, same plot. Familiar. Yeah, it, it's actually by the guy who did The Strangers. Like he sat uh-huh. on his hand and jerked off? <laughs> yes. <that's laughs> yes exactly. His claim to fame is jack-off technology. <laughs> uh, no, the one with, uh, oh, God, Liv Tyler the, the, and the people with the masks, the home invasion. Yeah, movie. yeah, I know okay, what you meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same guy. And uh, it was really great. It was, it was really good. Because de- I mean, this isn't going to spoil too terribly much, but the demon or whatever it is uh, doesn't just kill people. It kind of tricks them into killing themselves. Well, that sounds fun. And it's got some hijinks. Ooh. My favorite kind of jinx. If you like demonic hijinks. <laughs> Hell yeah. Go check it out. But uh, yeah, that's all I did. So how about uh, how about we move over to you there, Sir Chump Slap, playing, watching, doing what's going on with you? Uh, as you heard earlier, I was playing some dudes. No my, shit. With my bro, yeah. Oh yeah, who? So, uh, you don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably don't want to. He's pretty asshole, yeah. You don't yeah. Do it. I was playing... Some more by myself. Just played zombies all day. What level are you at now? What do you mean? Like multiplayer level or season level? What is it? Season at like, I'm at like ninety four, ninety five. I got that it? Ten more days to hit hundred. Uh you'll get that done by Tuesday. Season personal level, it's like one sixty or something. The max is at two hundred. I'm not gonna hit that in ten days. That's a coward talk. <laughs> Dude, I'm at like I think I just hit 33. Yeah, well, you got to play a lot. <laughs> I uh yeah, I I'm having a lot of fun. Although I will say I looked into some of the blueprints that you could buy with like those themed packs. Mhm. And I looked at them like maybe if it's cheap enough, I'll check this out. So I go and load it yeah, up. Okay. It's like twenty fucking bucks. Yeah, everything's twenty dollars. It's are you out of your goddamn mind? People buy them. Yeah. So and it's like it's not even anything. Cre- it's like you get one cool gun and then one cool gun and some outfits and some fucking stickers yeah. that you put on your weapons. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it's genius. But they're know. laughing hand over fist. I know. They should really that, sell. That's usually not what you do hand over fist. But. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They should really sell by the item itself. Yeah, even that would be fine. Or, yeah. But then nobody would get the stickers. Exactly. Well, here's my question that maybe you could answer there, Sir Chomp Do Is there a way to get those Call of Duty dollars or those CPs, whatever they're called, that currency, other than paying for it? Yeah, you play through... And as you level up the season, even if you don't pay for the season, there's still a couple that are free every season. So you get like five, six hundred a season. That's still when they cost twenty five hundred for Christ's sake. Yeah, we pay for the whole season, and by the end of the season, you have fifteen hundred. But then by by the next season, you're back down to five. So about oh, ten boy. seasons in, I could afford one probably. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it's, it's dumb. We got into the wrong business, guys. Yeah, you telling me? Yeah, podcasts suck. <laughs> Barely making twenty dollars an episode. Barely <laughs> within twenty dollars of that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I started watching Workaholics again because it's a great show. I forget how good it is all the time. <laughs> I watched Evolution again because I do that every couple months. Yeah, so do I. It's such a great movie. You gotta stay up on it. Yeah, you don't want to forget it. Don't yeah. don't take his leg. He thinks he's an athlete. <laughs> it is a great movie. <laughs> We're so, all in agreement. We're yeah, oh yeah, yeah. it's so good. 
We should just do a whole podcast dedicated to that. We should. Just talk about evolution one day. Evolution and idiocracy. That's a double bill. (laughs) Awesome. I love this. I I watched the Godzilla vs. Kong. I don't know if you guys heard about this one. The new one? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Who's the Dom? Who's the sub? Zilla's the Dom. Hmm. Zilla would kill him. He could have killed him at least twice in the movie. No spoilies. But uh, his cold reptilian heart felt bad. Well, Godzilla's there to save humanity. I don't know if you I watched guess. the first Godzilla. No, I did not. I think that's what with Matthew is. Broderick one, the one with the chick from Stranger Things. Well, Winona Ryder. No, like I think her name's Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're the one. Are you thinking about the one with uh, God damn it, uh, Wandavision, Elizabeth Olsen? The one from 2000. No, the one that was like 2013. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> How many different Godzilla movies are there? Oh, Jesus Christ! All right, many. there. Well, there's there's that one, the 2013 one. Then there's the one that came out in like 2018. With that's uh, the one before this one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's the one before this one. Correct. And now this one. So there's three. But what about the Matthew Broderick one? That I don't think that's canon, and you have to stop bringing that up. We're trying. To, <laughs> we're, we're trying to forget that as a civilization, and you keep bringing it up. I'm not going to let you. I mean, it was. A, I'm going to keep that and telling Trump in everyone's mind. It, Didn't it, I also reference the the Madison Square Garden and how the eggs were in there? And then you just blew me out. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's from the fucking movie you reference. <laughs> oh, I've never seen it. Uh, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Obviously, but I, I, all in all, I'd say it's a good it's a good watch. But do I have to watch the first one to get it? No. Did you see Kong Skull Island? No. Yeah, who, I fell asleep like six times in that fucking four-hour-long movie. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I only liked it because of John C. Riley, but... I completely forgot he was in it. <laughs> what? He's the best part. <laughs> but I'd say go watch it. Don't expect anything good story-wise out of it. And the action in the final fight scenes... Is it better than Pacific Rim? I don't know. It just looked... For the time, too you fake. Mean this year, yeah, it looked <laughs> it looked way too fake. I don't know what it was, but okay. Hopefully, it was two guys in suits in front of a green screen. It's kind of gross. They just destroy Hong Kong. It well, sounds I mean, like they've Godzilla. already they've trashed several cities at this point. Yeah, but if you're watching, it's like it's just out of the blue. You just imagine all these people dying in all the fucking buildings. It's pretty badass then. But <laughs> you say badass? It's yeah. pretty badass. So it was like Cloverfield, but two of them. Uh, Mecha Godzilla shows up. Oh, 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 spoiler! Spoilers! Spoiler yeah, you got to say that. Sorry. <laughs> Rewind. And yeah, not edit it. Wait, listen to that part. Are you going to tell me that the government or somebody, some some organization, built a Mecha Godzilla to fight Godzilla? Didn't you ever see Pacific Rim? Yeah, well, that's the different universe. Well, that's the extended Pacific Rim universe. <laughs> well, it makes he's like, well, we can't trust Godzilla. So if I build a Godzilla that saves humanity, then I can control yeah, it. Yeah, that's always and I'm the, better. It's always going to work out for the scientists. I'm better than that. a large reptilian. And then there's the whole Hollow Earth, where Kong comes from originally. How did Kong come from? That? Yeah, they don't go into it. Really, you know what? All right, yeah, just, yeah. let's just. I'll just watch the goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, he comes from a hollow earth. Yeah, you got to watch it because hollow earth is the that's, fucking dumbest that's thing. That's where everybody takes the children to bathe in their blood to keep themselves young. And 
Yep. But would you get up underneath the pizza shop and get there? I think I read that in the New Yorker. <laughs> it was definitely in there. <laughs> in, the, in the back. It was an opinion piece. But anyway, I'd say it's worth your watch, but it's a little over two hours, I think. Ugh. So it's it's worth your watch if... When you're watching a Godzilla movie, you, you, you're you in for a Godzilla movie. You know what I mean? Like, you've already committed to something. Yeah, exactly. But, so if you're in for that, you're in for this movie is what you're saying. I mean, the fights are fun to watch, but there's not enough of them either. It goes too much into people and what the fuck. They have nothing to do with any of this. But, I don't know. Whatever. But let's go right to Slapper of the Week. <laughs> In the spider's web. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, I got it. It's a a serial killer taken over by a demon who lures women in and he keeps them alive to to, uh, make music for him. Kind of like Along Came a Spider. I guess that's where I got that from. Is Along Came a Spider the sequel to Kiss the Girls or something? Yeah, I don't think it's a sequel. It's just a story that follows it. Yeah. Yeah, Something like that. I'm going to guess that it's about the everyday shenanigans of an office building. <laughs> well, that'd be a good documentary. It's a good guess. <clears throat> it's about these people who go on a trip to the jungle. One of them gets bitten by a spider. They're in the middle of nowhere, so they take them to this village. Turns out the village is full of spider-worshipping weirdos. Oh, man, we never would have gotten and there's that. And there's a temple. Yeah, me neither. There's a temple just full of spider- spiders there. So it's like the ruins, but okay. with spiders instead of plants. Yeah, but he's the guy that there's one guy who speaks English who's there who's been there for years or whatever. And he's like, "We have every spider from all over the world. They just happen to be in this temple." I don't believe that. That's not how spiders work, yeah. bro. They don't like they don't get on planes and travel. Maybe he brought them all himself. Maybe that's where they all came from. The so they worship Genesis. the spider god. But it turns out this guy who speaks English is it removing venom from spiders. To paralyze people, to remove their organs, and sell them on the black market. Oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have got that. No, but the best part <laughs> is, if you watch the movie, just count how many times they use a fake spider on a string in a scene. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Are there also bad CGI spiders? Yes, and there's some live spiders, but. I don't know if it's some limit they had, but there's only ever two live ones on the screen at a time. It's probably can, all they could afford. You can tell all the others are just plastic, badly painted spiders. <laughs> but it's it's fun. It sounds awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And what was the name of that one again? In the Spider's Web. In the, Go check out In the Spider's Web as a slapper. The wait. So what? So how about we get into some video game news slash stuff? I don't know. Hear ye, hear ye. Read all about it. Okay. Papa Scotch with some video game news. Extra, extra. Okay. All right. So, So the first thing I want to talk about, I was 95% sure this was an April Fool's joke. Okay. Turns out it's not. It's a real thing. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw the news. It was. It actually came out a couple weeks ago, but now people are making a, a, a stink about it. 
There is a service that's launching later this year called Bleep. Okay. Have you heard about this? No. Oh, guys, supposedly it does, but it's not. <laughs> it, it's made by Intel. Yes, that Intel. Uh-huh. And it's supposedly an AI-backed filter that censors speech you don't want to hear in real time based on your preferences. So if I don't want to hear the word booger, it'll bleep it out. Not exactly. Think more of sliders. There is a slider that'll go between, you know, none, then up to some, then most all. And let's read you some of the topics of what you're allowed to listen to or, you know, filter out. Some of the sliders include name calling, racism and xenophobia, sexually explicit language, Mm-hmm. Swearing, white nationalism, mm-hmm. aggressions, ableism and body shaming, LGBTQ hate, and there is a I'm not kidding you, I'm seeing I'm looking at the screenshot right now. There's an on-off slider for something that's just written as N-word. Wow. So I have a solution for this. Turn off your Call of Duty lobby <laughs> talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll eliminate all of that. Yeah. That is a seems like a much cheaper way to fix this, right? Yeah, right. I just don't understand who who out there is like, you know what? I would love to get more online gaming in, but everyone's too nice. And it's just not online gaming if a 14-year-old isn't calling me the N-word. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's for, it's probably aimed at parents to stop their kids. Does it only do video games? Yeah, it's it's for online voice chat basically, oh, okay. so. But I don't understand like Who's like, you know what? I want some racism, but not like a lot. Like, I'll take yeah. some racism. <laughs> Turn the slider down a little bit. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Like, that's too much racism. I I have some well, no, there's a setting for people who don't think they're racist, but are. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that would be great. So is that what this is? Just a service for people who are racist, but don't think they are? Yeah. That's fair. I, I just, I couldn't believe it. I thought this was a joke. I really did think this was a joke. Well, I don't know. It makes sense for some people i guess there's a slider for white nationalists talking <laughs> blows my mind yeah i don't understand how it's like all right just filter a little bit of it <laughs> <laughs> well i mean if you filtered all of it it would just be quiet yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess. that's a good point that's a good point they didn't want to shut down all voice chat but uh yeah so there's that the other news that came out and i thought this was very interesting i don't think it was huge news it kind of flew under the radar but there's a new horror full motion video game coming out that's called Ghosts. Mm, creative title. I know, but... It's a sequel to Ghost. <laughs> Ooh, Patrick Swayze in this one? Uh, we hope so. It's coming February 22nd, 2022. 2 22 <gasps> Yes. Whoa. It's by a person by the name of Jed Shepard, who was also the guy who made the horror film Host. The one where the... The the online Skype one where they're doing like a yeah that was a good movie seance I liked it so he's doing this and but the the key is the the game is described you you play as a TV producer camping out in a broadcast van for a failing cable network mm-hmm. while like people go explore the ghosts the haunted building and your job is to kind of monitor it and keep everybody safe inside okay. but the interesting thing they're talking about is supposedly it plays out in real time. And it starts at 10 p.m. local time. So you can't just, if you try to access the game anytime before that, it'll just have like a test pattern pop up. That's stupid. That's kind of silly, but. I don't know if they how they could make that stick. Is you it the same mean? for everyone I mean, you playing could, that day? You could do it, but it's stupid because you just, if people don't want to stay up, they're not going to play your game. Yeah. Yeah, I think 
they're maybe they should do it so like if you start at exactly ten, maybe you get some bonus stuff. Like that'd be cool. Yeah. But like we're adults, we got shit to do. You know, if I if I can only game between twelve p.m. and one on my lunch break, then yeah, exactly. I'm usually in bed by ten. Yeah. Ridiculous. You wake up early. We know it. <laughs> but I just thought that was a, it's something I want to keep an eye on because you know with the full motion video horror games they don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So to, to, maybe this creative guy can come up with something nice. Well, let's hope so. I'm not as excited as the Callisto Protocol. Die, obviously. But we got some stuff coming. Uh, other two pieces of news I have are movie news. Oh. The Resident Evil movie, which I keep forgetting is existing. There's like 30 of them. It's a new one. Has been delayed two months. Is it a reboot? Does it have Mia Jovovich? That is a great question. Let's go look it up. I should have been more prepared. I didn't expect this many uh, follow-up questions. You say that every time we ask you questions. Well, well don't ask questions, and we'll, <laughs> this will go so smooth. Fair. Uh, it, they'll, you'll see uh, Chris and Claire Redfield are in it, Jill Valentine, Leon S. Kennedy. Those aren't real people. Yes, they at are. Ada Wong. I don't think it has to be cast, right? Yeah. The clunkily titled Resident Evil... Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, it's like done it by the. Oh, we talked about this. It's by the guy who did 47 Meters Down, mm-hmm. Johannes Roberts. Mm-hmm. It's got Robbie Arnell, who we all know from Upload mm-hmm. as oh, Chris Redfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maze Runner's Kaya Scodelario mm-hmm. yep. as Claire. That's actually someone I know. I've heard that name before, yes. But wasn't she in Skins? Mm. Possibly. And then Hannah John Kamen, who we'll remember as Ghost yep. in Ant-Man and the Wasp, will be Jill Valentine. She also does a lot of other things. So it is a reboot. Yes, they're starting over from the beginning. I don't think it involves Mila Jovovich. It's good. But I I think she's going to, like, you know, Make a cameo. pop in as a cameo. Yeah. Like a passing of the torch type thing. But anyway, it's got delayed. So. All right. It's going to be pushed another two months from September 3rd to November 24th. So they're going to miss the Halloween season. Bummer. Eh. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Other big news in movies. Borderlands, the film, which we all really want to be good. We really really all want it to be good. I don't expect it to be. No, I want want it to be, though. I don't expect it to be either. But I, I want it to be. Is it too much to want? Exactly. Let's have some fucking optimism. For <laughs> sake. Uh, the cast already includes Kate Blanchett as Lilith, Kevin Hart as Roland, Tannis is Jamie Lee Curtis, Tiny Tina is Ariana Greenblatt, who was in uh, God damn it, the show everybody loves that neither of us have ever seen. Shield. <laughs> no, I've seen Shield. That's a great show. Lord of the Rings. No, the other one. That's Game of Thrones. Jesus Game of Thrones. Christ. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> oh, I'm not even done with the first season yet. How do we? <laughs> Oh, we had we had to check in with you on that. You said you were going to watch it, so we didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, right. I was just going to tell you after every season I watch. Right. Got that's fair. Anyway, uh, Jack Black, as we know, is going to be Claptrap. They cast the villain Atlas, who will be played by Edgar Ramirez. His mm-hmm. big things I've seen him in. He played Johnny Versace in American Crime Story, mm-hmm. and Bodie in the Point Break remake. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I Glad I didn't watch that. This movie sounds worse and worse every time. The only casting I like is Kate Blanchett. I like Edgar Ramirez, but I don't know. I don't even remember Atlas from the game. The only bad guy I remember is Steel, the woman who's also a siren. I don't That's remember right. Handsome Jack. That's not even the first Borderlands. Just saying. It's the only one I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they finally cast their villain. They're still 
gonna they're still going forward i guess they're doing it i Eli Roth directing, remember? Don't oh, that. that's right. It's Can't gonna even be think of a good movie. Fucking really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting choice, but uh, that does it for video game news slash stuff. Not even any wild speculation. Uh, there was. I didn't have anything good because everything week. was either yeah, it was either nothing or news. Oh, Deathloop got pushed. Mm, mm, yeah, whatever. That happens at every yeah, game. Yeah, exa- that's what I said. I said whatever. I'm not even <sighs> mention it. That's all we got. Because all the speculation coming out now is about Resident Evil and that fucking tall vampire lady, and I'm like, I'm done reading about yeah. this. Oh, she's gonna step on some people. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah, it's a fetish for people. Apparently, too. And that a lot of very vocal people too. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? They're like finally catering to me. Yeah, I mean, no kink shaming. We don't do no, that here. No, obviously. I'm just, I'm just fascinating, fascinated that that's what broke out from all this Resident Evil news. When are they gonna have an attractive? lady antagonist that I like. Exactly. Sure what kind of lady it. antagonist would that be? Do you want to explain a little bit? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Do we really want to get into that now? I'd rather just talk about this game. <laughs> That's right. for another episode yeah. entirely. Maybe we'll just do a whole episode of that. <laughs> Our own kinks. <laughs> when we run out of games to research, we'll do an evolution episode, an idiocracy episode, <laughs> and then our own kinks episode. So why don't you tell us about this game we did? You don't want to? Okay, fine. We'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move past we'll just it. go right in there. Did I miss something? Slide on in. This game, uh, we're actually calling back to our hardcore fans out there. There's so many of them. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, hard to keep is. track. But it's a callback to the first ever episode we ever did. I listened to it. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> it's funny because you talk about playing Fallout 76 wow. and Papa Scotch says oh yeah I'll have to get in there and jump in sometime with you <laughs> oh. never happened and he still hasn't even <laughs> opened his game <laughs> did not happen I still have no it's still in the shrink wrap <laughs> the Best big place power armor helmets sitting downstairs in the nursery <laughs> so, anyway this game we're going to talk about as you probably know because you memorize every single episode we ever did <laughs> Dino Crisis 2. Ooh. Released September 29th, 2000 for the PlayStation, developed by Capcom Production Studio 4. A year before 9-11. And published by Capcom. It is an action-adventure survival horror game written by Noburu Sugimura, who you may remember wrote Devil May Cry last week. How about that? Oh, wow. For coincidence. Mm. And then also written by Yosuke Hirano and Kishiko Miyagi. Mm-hmm. So I picked it because I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. One of those things isn't true. <laughs> I'm, I'm 50%. So I really should have researched it. But if you want to you know, find out what happened to Dino Crisis 1, <laughs> you can just go back and listen to that first episode where we talk about Fallout 76. Oh, it slaps. We, we were so young then. <laughs> it's good stuff. And uh, I don't have a rundown yeah. for the previous game. No, they made third energy and there was a mistake and it kind of swapped time place, portal? places with a... It was a time portal. Dinosaurs came in and. Oh my God. This one has such a twist, though. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. sure does. Uh, basically, it is a Resident Evil game, but instead of fighting zombies, you're fighting dinosaurs mm-hmm. and velociraptors. And which is interesting because this is, this is like seven years after Jurassic Park. Did they just ride the Jurassic Park wave? Is that what we're looking Everyone at? Everyone always loves dinosaurs. You can't go wrong. And murdering them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in the first episode, we talk about. White people killing dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) 
course we do. I, I got to listen to that. One. <laughs> yeah, <Wow>. right. <laughs> That's pretty great. So, getting into it, the game takes place one year after the events of the previous game in the far off distant future of May 10th, 2010. I could have sworn I said three years later. But. It's three years, one year. What's the difference when there's time distortion and shit? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Time's a flat circle. We all know that. Oh, man. How many times did we say that and that, too? <laughs> <laughs> Do we really? Yeah. We're fucking awesome. We're so good. <laughs> so uh, the U.S. Army and their really cool named Tactical Reconnaissance and Acquisition Team, a.k.a. TRAT, which <laughs> I hate. Every time I saw it or heard it, I got annoyed. Yeah. But it sounds exact. It's the most believable part of the story. Fair. <laughs> it really is. Well, I mean, if we're buying in dinosaurs, why aren't they called Trat? You know, yeah. it's just. But uh, the point is, they they're on a mission right now. They're going to investigate this entire city called Edward City, which has just straight up disappeared. Mm-hmm. So the 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 object of the the mission here is to go to travel through the time gate, locate the thirteen hundred survivors, collect data about the third energy project, and they end up bringing along the only survivor from the first game, Regina, sort of as an advisor. Yeah, yeah, kind of. They had an accident. It took out the whole town and military base that was there. I hate when that happens. In like the first two minutes of this game, the team arrives. They set up a a camp, and this is a pretty decent-sized team, right? This is like 100 people, a couple hundred people. Yeah, it's pretty many. Probably battalion. And they're all fucking dead immediately by Velociraptors. I saw this coming a mile away. I just don't understand what the... Like, Regina's been there. You know what I mean? Like, she's seen what these things can do. Don't you think they would have asked her? Because she's the fucking advisor. Like, hey, do you you think we should set up camp in the middle of this field with tall grass? And she said, yeah, because I doubt there's going to be Velociraptors again. Yeah, what are the odds? (laughs) Come on. So, yeah, they didn't put much thought into it. But the T-Rex shows up. The Velociraptors just run away. Because they're scared of a bigger predator, mm. assumingly. Unless, I don't know, back then dinosaurs got along. I don't know how it worked. Mm. I think T-Rexes ate all the Velociraptors. That's how they became extinct. That sounds about right. Science. We've got three survivors left. We've got Regina, our advisor from the first game. We've got Dylan Morton and a guy who, I don't know, country booty rat gentleman, David? Yeah. I don't know what his whole thing is. is. His whole is. thing is wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah, he likes cowboy hats and being a badass. And a super-duper misogynist. Oh, yeah. Which, which we will get to. <laughs> but uh, basically, the three of them left. Dylan shoots the goddamn T-Rex in the face with a rocket launcher, lose, blowing out one of its eyeballs, and this makes it so Regina and Dylan can get away. I, I can't believe that a rocket to the face wouldn't have killed the T-Rex. I know. I mean, they're not that. They're not fucking... Immortal monsters. I mean, I mean, if I got hit by a rocket and all I lost was my eye, I think I'd be pretty happy about that. True. Probably lost his hearing too. Oh yeah, Just yeah, like, and got a, probably a little concussion on that stupid piece of walnut-sized brain or whatever it is. <laughs> but did you ever see MythBusters, the episode where they shot an RPG at a goddamn like trailer? No, no. Ah, oh, go look that up because that the the rocket goes out, it expands like the the fins. It hits the thing, and there's no more trailer. Guys. <laughs> yeah, like, it's fucking yeah. gone. I would think a direct hit into dinosaur would leave it like neck up, just n- nothing. That's comical. Yeah. I guess they're weaker at rocket launcher technology, I guess, isn't what it is today. Yeah, it was 20 years ago. Yeah, he's probably wearing a flak jacket. Well, 10 years ago Call of Duty, in the game. You know. but... 
It's a flak jacket. But, the dude, the T-Rex has uh, ballistic knives. So, you know, <laughs> that evens up the fight pretty good. Hell yeah. So Dylan and Regina keep moving on. And, and Regina basically says, hey, I'm, I'm going to go. You can, you can fuck you. Like, I'm just going to leave you go. You're dead anyway. I'll go my own way. I just want to point out Dylan's fucking awesome haircut. That's a hell of a bowl. That's a high and tight bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Was that a style I had to be right in the '90s. Yeah, probably when the game was started developing. This fucking guy. I got a lot of notes on Dylan, but uh, he he seems like a, a himbo a little bit, but he's not very <laughs> likable at all. Mm-hmm. He's just an asshole because he also gets in some sticky situations and calls people for help, and they're like, "All right, dude, whatever." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, good turkey." So anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah. So Dylan continues on. You play this game basically as Dylan or Regina. So it goes back and forth. Okay. And Dylan is going to the military facility. He's investigating it, checking it out. And he sees a mysterious helmeted figure. I just refer to them as the helmet dudes. I call them disc chuckers. I put them Tron guys. (laughs) (laughs) We we didn't get any less awesome since that. He he sees them. They run away. He nothing happens it, this time. He gets. It is weird that they bullets that they shoot still like go super slow. Yeah, they're like shooting little. Uh, what's the word? Frisbees. Yeah, discuses, maybe. They look like circular saw blades. Yeah, yeah. but then they explode. Yeah, but they travel real slow, and they don't explode that big. No, I don't know. It seems like a bad. It, it didn't even like puff up dirt when it hit the ground. Yeah, it seems like a bad weapon. And it's a crossbow or something, right? Nice, yeah. <laughs> it looks like it. Do you remember the uh, the Ripper from Dead Space? Yep. That was badass. Yeah. This definitely wasn't that. No, this Not was at all. dumb. Inside the military facility, he tries to get this key card. A pull <laughs> alarm goes off, and his, he locks his dumb ass in this room. Yep. What an idiot. So he calls Regina. He's like, I'm an idiot. Well, actually, he gives, and then Regina gives him a lot of shit. It's like, oh, your machete couldn't save you, you wuss. Well, that's because... Right before that, he's like, Regina says, we can't go through that door. It's covered in, it's overgrown and shit. And he's like, let's show you how a man does it. Whoops out his machete and tries to cut through it. Nothing happens. Exactly. (laughs) So Dylan leaves, like slides a key card under the door for Regina to come get it and save him. We move to Regina, who gets confronted by the Cyclops T-Rex, which happens, this is just like the first game where the, there's constant, I, I don't want to say exactly boss battles, but there's like action sequences with the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you got to run away or solve a puzzle. Or, yeah, he just yeah. keeps coming back. After that, she uh, gets on her way to the research facility, and now she's shot at by the helmet dudes yep. with ex- the exploding saw blades. And uh, Regina actually captured one of them. Yes. Mm. Interesting. Because she's tough after surviving the first Dino Crisis. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. This is all old hat. She's not surprised that there's dinosaurs anymore. Yeah. Like, what do you think this is? Jurassic the Hunted? Come on. Oh, snap. Shots fired. (laughs) 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 And what? I just want to say, she has like a glow sword? What the hell is that? It's like a shocking weapon, like a taser almost kind of thing. Oh, okay. That's what I assumed. Yeah, it's just silly. Yeah, it is silly, but. I think I. It's said 10 years in the past, so it's believable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So Regina, she caught this blonde teenage girl who apparently is mute and can't speak. And uh, rest, she goes there. She rescues Dylan. He says, what took you so long? So they all head to the ship. Yep. So Dylan, Regina, the girl, they're all on the ship. And they find out that the ship has been sabotaged oh. actively. 
Not by dinosaurs. And ransacked. Who did it? That's funny. You should ask because we, we just don't know yet. <laughs> but what we do know is the blonde girl starts acting like a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. when she sees Dylan and is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's his quote. <laughs> that's, that's not that far off. No. I wrote in my notes here like a love struck teen, which got gross later. Yeah, but. it did. I know if Dylan was thinking it too. <laughs> fucking perv. It's like, yeah, I know I'm super hot. I'm fucking Dylan. What's up? <laughs> We get this all the time from ladies. So, Dylan gets to the research facility. He runs into those dinosaurs that spit acid at people. Mm-hmm. The Dilophosaurus? Yep. Oh, can I, can I point out here? When Regina's talking about the the girl that they have tied up or whatever, mm-hmm. she's like, I went through all the survivors and none of them match her description. Yeah. I was like, 1,300 Survivors, and there's not a single blonde teen girl in there. They probably used facial recognition software. Um, yeah, I'm so dumb. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't sit there like a police interrogation, going through a book. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just it just sounded silly to me. She's like, it doesn't match a single description. No, I hear you. And when did she do that? When did we see her do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, she just said she. Well, did. you were playing Dylan when she did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking. Dr. Scientist thinking his way out. I don't know. Stop fucking standing up for Dino Crisis, too. <laughs> well, someone's got to. <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> but uh, this is the sequence after this where a little tiny dinosaur, I believe they're called Compies, or that's what they were called in Jurassic Park, steals the card and then runs away like some slapstick ah, asshole. Yep. It's funny because I watched a speed run of this, and apparently it's like random where he runs, so it could take like 10 minutes to try and catch him. <laughs> oh, no. That's cool. <laughs> uh, so you eventually get the card back, and then you get a battery for the ship. Oh, yeah. So Dylan gets back to the ship. The teenager's gone. And Dylan just assumes, oh, the helmeted assholes must have got her. Yeah. And then this is a very interesting piece of dialogue because he just randomly guess out of nowhere exactly what happens. Because he said, maybe they're from another time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they're just... Uh, uh, and, she, and Regina's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> yeah, just guessing. And it's the exact plot of what we find yeah, out. Yeah, it's it was pretty stupid. Then we have a... What do I... I have turret... Oh, they get in the ship. They get it repaired. They go to head to the third, eye, the third energy facility by the ship. Mm. And they get into... I just have written here a turret water dino fight. Yes. This is the first of two turret modes. And I was shocked that I didn't have a turret sequence on the bingo board sheet. Ooh. That's, damn. A, that's obviously a bingo board yeah. spot, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, an on rail shooter section. Fuck yeah, I like it. We almost filled it up now. Where are we at? Let me bring this. Uh, I, got a, I got a text file going <laughs> of, of all the uh, bingo board spots. We need 25 to make a full board. 24. And we're at 16. There's a free spot in the middle. Well, free spot's yes. going to be Spider Boss. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want me to roll it off real quick? We only got... How many do we have? We've got, sorry, 17, including the free space. Oh, snap. Did you add turret sequence? On-rails shooter? Sorry, 16, including the free space. (laughs) Uh, We've got free space as number one. We got sack move. (laughs) Then shut down slash overload the reactor. Mm -hmm. Defense someone hacking the Gibson. Mm -hmm. Spider boss. (laughs) Uh, helicopter crash, mm-hmm. turret section, right? Broken elevator, yep. yep. Mirror fight, oh, nice. Yeah. 
in media res. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, lost communications with someone. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, the protagonist is immune to whatever disease, whatever <laughs> that's affecting everyone. Uh, private military contractors. And then I have lose power and need to restart it. But I think that's different than shutting down or overloading the reactor. Yeah. Yeah. One's turning it on. One should be turning it on and one should be turning it off. Yeah. That's a good point. Because you're not always the person that turned it off. Yeah. You're just trying to find it. Right. And then we've got the silent protagonist. Nice. And then the last one so far, building crumbles after final boss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a couple of them in this one. If any of you out there have any more ideas for bingo board spots, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Plotty Dump. Anyway, back to the game. Back to the game. Regina decides that uh, I don't. I see. This, I was confused with this perk because I don't know why she did it, but she got into a 1930s diving suit. Yes. And then went into the water. Well, to check, I just have to check out the underwater reactor. Part of their mission is to get information from. The third energy experiments. And it's underwater? I assume so. Because she is going okay. for information while he's looking for parts, right? Yeah. Gotcha. So that's why. That's where the energy data was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because okay. she powers up the lab when she's underwater. But uh, I thought the sequence was pretty neat. The underground, the underwater alligator dinosaurs. It's got to suck to being tank controls to do that. But yeah. Oh, yeah. She eventually you know, gets what she's looking for. She gets to the top side. She meets up with Dylan. They exchange some fucking quips, some bullshit. Doesn't she say something like, I wouldn't recommend a swim or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something real cocky. Yeah, but uh, they both, out of nowhere, get a call from David, who's been separated since the initial assault. Just flying around in his helicopter. Yeah. Apparently, he found survivors in Edward City. So they're like, all right, let's go. Let's go check it out. And uh, they actually end up getting split up. They go through all kinds of caves with lava. I didn't understand how this fit in with anything else. Yeah, just another place to fight. I guess it's the way you get from the research facility to the town. I thought you used a boat. Well, maybe it's both. I don't know. Yeah, all two different ways, I guess. A combination of all this stuff. We were just on the boat, so I guess they yeah, tried to mix it fair. up, you know? So you get attacked by the baby T-Rexes. When you hit the base, which are still pretty goddamn large T-Rexes. Mm-hmm. And then you go through some crazy co-op section where <laughs> I don't know how to explain. I guess one person's controlling the mortars. I guess that's the computer. And then you're trying to signal for the mortars to drop in a section, hit the dinosaurs, and then run. Is this yeah. the Triceratops one part? No, no. It's a T-Rex, I believe, actually. Oh, okay. But you keep doing that until you both get to the end. So basically, you do it once, and then you just have to do it all over again with the other character. Yeah. They get into a Jeep to fuck off, and they get into another turret section with a Jeep this time. Oh, that's this the is one. A, yeah, this is the Triceratops, Triceratops turret. Yep, and then they crash the Jeep speeding after the dinosaur's dead. <laughs> and they could slow down a little and be like, alright, Jesus. And they just fly off the road, yeah. destroying the Jeep. Smart move. They land... The fun part here is they land into high grass, and as we all know, that's where the velociraptors get you. Oh, yeah, that's so true. But but what happens? You know, it's funny you ask, <laughs> because David shows up and rockets the fuck out of all those velociraptors. Oh, saved by a helicopter. Which is pretty dope. Was. Why Why didn't we have a sequence where we're on the helicopter shit? Yeah, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Yeah, helicopter turret. That would have been awesome. Yep. Shooting the dinosaurs, whatever. So... David fucks off, and they they do meet up in Edward City. Dylan and Regina just basically showed up too late. All the survivors are dead now. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, they what were the alive. What did David do? 
They're alive to 10 minutes ago, and now all of a sudden everybody's dead. <laughs> I think David killed them. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, how'd they survive so long? And then David yeah. found them, and then David was gone to get your back, and then all of a sudden they're all dead? Maybe David brought the dinosaurs. They followed him there. Mm-hmm. They outsmarted him. Mm-hmm. Velociraptors are pretty smart. This is a small note, but I don't like the fact that there's a Dylan and a David. That's kind of annoying. Yeah, double Ds. Mm-hmm. D squared. So they uh, decide in Edward City to split up and go find the third energy data since that's basically their only way to get back now is to find that data. Yeah, there's no survivors left to save. So mm. Yeah, so they're like, fuck this. So Dylan fucks with the T-Rex again with a tank this time. Yeah, and this is in Edward City? How the this, fucking I believe so. T-Rex get there? Well, it's right next door. It's pretty far if you looked at the map. <laughs> there could be more than one T-Rex? That's the one-eyed one. Oh. I did notice because I was like, maybe it's different. But Maybe he took the shortcut when you were driving on the boat. Possibly. He Maybe he has his own boat. We don't know. <laughs> it's true. Maybe he was hanging on the helicopter when David picked uh, him up. And he just, <laughs> maybe he was just like he had a tow line behind their ship, the, the boat. Yeah. yeah, he's like water skiing. Good call. <laughs> With that big-ass tail yeah. using it to stabilize. <laughs> God, that'd be dope. That would be. Somebody write that game. <laughs> Water skiing T-Rex game. Yeah. Yeah. So, after you fuck up the T-Rex or get away with in the in a tank, Dylan gets jumped by another helmet dude. Yeah. But this, and the helmet dude's about to kill Dylan. Like, it's lights out. Sure is. The blonde girl comes out of nowhere and saves Dylan and then runs away. Yep. And then this is probably the best part of the game. She dropped a necklace. <laughs> Dylan takes a look at it. And it turns out that it one that looked very similar used to belong to Dylan's sister. <gasps> it's very strange. Yeah. Mm. It's very Devil May Cry at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then this is the sequence where Regina shows up and Dylan dumps his purse out about his entire past. It's like mom and sister were killed by, by a gang because I was a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He's like, I was a street thug. Yeah. I honestly tuned out at this because I didn't care about his story. <laughs> it was Dude, so, he was a fucking gangster. I a rival kinda, gang killed his mom and his sister. So he joined the Nate army after that? Yep. To make up for the past, guys. That's what he said. And uh, Regina this entire time does not give a fuck no. about this. <laughs> She's like, who cares? Look at your haircut. <laughs> I love, I love how they brought up the orchestral score to like get yeah. that touching moment. It was I bad. hate it when was, they do that so much. Yeah, it was it was not great. So well, let's move past it. Let's mm-hmm. <laughs> Regina and Dylan. They hop back in the ship and they head to the missile silo in the jungle. Mm-hmm. I don't think at this point they have the third energy. Yet. No, they actually get it next. No, they because have after the ship ride, Regina heads to the missile silo. The T Rex shows up again. Big surprise. But here's where we, we flip the script. Mm-hmm. Because a bigger dinosaur kills the T-Rex. A gigantosaurus. Yeah. Which some scientists believe is the same size as a T-Rex, so... I don't know. I don't think the dinosaur science is good in this game, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look how long... Di- how far has dinosaur science come in the last 21 yeah. years? I mean, Seriously, you're right. We know a lot. Also, now. did you ever hear the story about those two assholes who were out there discovering dinosaurs and like... They're all fake. The beginning of the 20, 20th century, they were just making shit up, like putting heads on other shit. Yeah, I did see that. Like the brontosaurus head wasn't real when they first. <laughs> yeah, found like, it. they just like took the head off that and put it on somewhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a wild story. I'll look it up for the correction, Kravis, because you got to look up. I think they did a drunk history about it, which is where you should get all your history. Yes. Any hoodles. 
The big Gigantosaurus goes after Regina after getting bloodlust from killing another T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And she runs, she runs, and it turns out Dylan wasn't wasn't that far behind. No. <laughs> and somewhere in here, through my notes, Regina found the third energy data. Oh, snap. I have written here, the dinosaur tries to launch the missile? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently. I, I, I think this, no, that was the self-destruct. I don't know how the missile started. Yeah, it was just. It like, was the dinosaur accidentally hit it is what. It, it, it like fucked me. it up and yeah, and then tried to start a countdown to a missile launch. But if they're through the time gate, wouldn't the missile the missile wouldn't go back through the time gate and hit our dimension? No, shouldn't. But I guess it could blow up in the silo and kill all of them. Yeah, which might happen. Mm. Fair enough. You shouldn't be blowing off random missiles anyway. No, no. Especially <laughs> so, if you're a dinosaur, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> The the countdown starts for the missile launch, and you're inside this circular thing, and it's kind of like a boss fight where you run to platforms and you hit like fire to to mm-hmm. knock out the gigantosaurus. It's like a circular platform, whatever. So eventually, Regina fucks him up. You put him in a coma, Ooh. or you knock him out temporarily, and Regina stops the timer. Oh, thank God! Yeah, the beast they call it, the gigantosaur. Wakes up and decides that anger and smashing is the best idea, so it smashes the whole place, causing the missile itself to just get destroyed. Yeah, they wake up and choose violence. But not the warhead itself. And then they all, Dylan, David, Regina, head down the river to try and escape. Now, if they got the data, they can fuck off. Yep. Yep, They can try and go home. So they run into what they described as a water gate. Mm -hmm. A gate that's over water that makes it so boats can't pass Mm -hmm. through. I guess. Is it like a lock? Sort of. Yes. Like a drawbridge-ish yes. type situation? I don't know. But David says, <laughs> let the men handle this. Yeah. Let's go, bro. <laughs> we got this. We're, good. We're men. You did your underwater thing. It's our turn. And Regina's like, whatever, dude. Regina's over this. She really did say just like, whatever, dude. Just go. And then you have another turret section where you have to cover them as they're trying to open the gate manually. Mm-hmm. They get attacked by an Allosaurus. Mm-hmm. David hits it with a rocket launcher as it's fucking ragdolling Dylan everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that wasn't enough to injure Dylan, so he just kind of gets back up after the Allosaurus drops him. Then, in order to save Dylan, David sack moves. Sack move! Throws Dylan into the river so he can escape, and then he gets eaten real good by the dinosaur. <laughs> real fast, too. Like, it yeah. could have eaten Dylan that fast if it wanted to. <laughs> it could have, like, thrown Dylan up in the air, ate him, then moved on yeah. very quickly. Like, almost immediately. So, we move on from here. Dylan gets to another facility and runs into the blonde girl again. And this is... You guys know how I feel about these sections, where it's just an exposition dump. Oh, my God. It's But it's such a good story in this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to I'm just going to get through this bullshit as fast yeah, as I can Tell us about how it's actually the future So apparently in 2009 An overload caused Time alterations To the Cretaceous era Which affected the Earth's history Ooh. Created an alternate timeline Where humanity just isn't a thing So in order to fix this An international organization known as The Noah's Ark Created the Noah's Ark plan the idea was to use the time gate tech to transport li- living organisms in the Cretaceous period and fast forward them three million years where they could thrive just unaffected. Um, 
So they know about an alternate timeline without humans. What the fuck do they care? That's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it affected them. Yeah, it's not, oh my God, there's another timeline without us. Let's go make us. That's a great great point. (laughs) Let's go make us there. That's what we need to do. (laughs) That's what God would have done. Oh, boy. <laughs> so uh, instead of just living our lives and going on with our normal Earth, let's fuck with another one. Yeah, so dumb. Now, here's the surprise. It doesn't work out so great. No. They believe that if the distortions were prevented, the dinos could return to their time. But when the Noah's Ark team tried to return, the gate got overloaded and destroyed, which stranded both the humans and dinosaurs way the fuck into the future. So right now, we are technically three million years into the future? Yes. No, three million for the Cretaceous area. We're just in the future. I think Random. it's three million from two thousand and nine. Yeah, that's what I assumed it was. Because they were trying Ooh, to find a similar environment yes. to what the Cretaceous was. Yeah, why didn't they do something about three million years in the future when there's no humans and it's habitable? For... That's also another great <laughs> question. Uh, I'm not done, by the way, of exposition. Oh yeah, obviously. It turns out that these helmet dudes, uh, disc chuckers, aka uh, what did you call them, Doctor Scientist? Tron people. Tron people were actually the children of the survivors. Oh. Yeah, they were actually placed in life support containment to grow and learn, but a side effect of this is that they can't talk. Oh, I thought he said the blonde had a head injury. <laughs> I swear I heard him say that. No. I don't know. Because she eventually like ends up talking Yeah. in this game. Oh, who knows? I so. Don't know. We also find out that the blonde girl is Paula, who is Dylan's daughter, because the person talking to us in the hologram, the hologram is Dylan from the year 2055. I can't believe he didn't teach his daughter how to talk. Seriously. Dick, right? She can work the goddamn hologram keypad and figure all this out. Yeah, why not figure out, at least mimic what he's saying as the hologram? <sighs> but goddamn it. So the hologram says there's a gate they can use to get home, and it's only going to work once. And the hologram asks D- past Dylan... To take Paula with him. Mm-hmm. I still don't quite understand why there's future Dylan here. It's an alternate timeline. Uh, fine. Fine. We're done. Good. Moving on. Yeah. So, the last surviving helmet. We're almost done, guys. We're all sticking. <laughs> hang out with us a couple more minutes. The facility's self-destruct gets activated by one of the last surviving helmet assholes. Mm-hmm. That isn't Paula. Then, the Gigantosaurus appears. Murders the helmet dude real fast. Yeah, he does. And then this is when we get what is actually one of my personal fantasies. Dylan destroys the dinosaur <laughs> with an orbital laser, baby. I always wanted to shoot a space laser at a dinosaur. Yeah. So. How did the space laser get up there? Especially Alternate if this is back bro. in the f- past. Well, this is oh, it's 300, three million years in the future, but it doesn't mean it's going to be up there the whole time. Hey, man. Alternate timeline. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to go with. That's the answer to <laughs> any, everything. Magic. Any plot hole is yep. alternate timeline. So it's time to fuck off. Regina, Dylan, and Paula go to escape. Earthquake, end of world type situations happening, and it turns out Paula gets trapped. Oh, like under a bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan goes to help her. Regina's like, guys, we need to get out of here. Dylan says, go, just go. I will stay. Take the third energy data, say, and then go back to an earlier time period where you can save us. And Georgina's like, I don't know that math, but sure. So yeah. the place collapses, definitely killing Dylan and Paula. Oh, yeah. It sure. explodes because it self-destructs here. They get murdered good, and then the credits roll. Yeah. It was 
Satisfying ending. I'll give it that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have to wait, I guess, till Dino Crisis 3 to figure out what the fuck happened to Dylan oh. and Paula. Well, Gina's the only one that survived again. Which, you know, that's got to start looking suspicious, right? Yeah. It's like, really, 1,300 people and a group of 100 army men with you, and you're the only survivor. <laughs> right. I could see where they'd be like, oh, well, the 1,300 survivors, they were all dead, and they've been dead for thousands of years because alternate dimension. Then the army's like, okay, yeah, I guess that checks out. Oh, but out of those several hundred people you sent, yeah. it's just me again. Yeah. Like, excuse me? It's like, oh, but Dylan met his future self by a hologram and his future daughter. Oh, makes sense. They're like, okay. did you get it? You killed everyone, right? You're making this all up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a fucking game. It was. And I do. I definitely remember playing this, but I, I was really into Dino Crisis 1, and I'm pretty sure I 100%ed all of that game. But this game, I think I played through once and was was done with this series because I don't remember the third one. <laughs> you saw this ending, you're like, "All right, I give up." Like yeah, the done. ending was the best part. I know. <sighs> That's it. That's it. Fucking a. That's the game. We did it. We made it through. We're better people, I think. Oh, obviously. So let's go ahead and move into our final thoughts. All right. We're gonna start with you, Doctor Scientist. It's your day. Because you're the science man. This is a sciencey game. It's very sciencey. So, do you want to play it now? Oh, my God. Did the story work for you? What score you give it, you reckon? I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to slap him. (laughs) Uh, Would I play it? Eh, meh. Probably not. Not Would you play a remake? No. You're not into shooters. No, I'm not. Yeah. Not an action-y type of guy. It's just, meh, yeah. Did the story work for me? I I liked it. It kind of made sense until the part where they ran into their future selves. I don't really know where that came from. Yeah, why'd I, they have to even? I don't, I don't understand what their plan was. Why would they take the dinosaurs from the future <laughs> to the future to try and put them back in the past to save things? <laughs> It doesn't make any sense to me. No, I really, I felt like I missed a section of the video. Yeah, yeah me too. I watched it like three times and I'm like, wait, what? It, and then I read the wiki and that, that didn't clear it no. up. No. It made me realize that what I heard was actually what they said and it still didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, up until then, it was okay. I didn't mind it. I mean, it was kind of just a boring story of time travel to right? dinosaurs. Way to get dinosaurs there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I gave it six stars. It would have had more if this ending would have made any bit of sense. You gave it a six? Uh, I was waffling between four, five, and six, but wow. it has dinosaurs and time travel and scientists, so I gave it a bump up. That's fair. They, the scientists didn't do great in this game, though. No. No. I, I'm still trying to figure out what their plan was. They figured out how to open the gate one time. In the first one, wasn't it that the gate was opened by accident? Yeah. This yeah. one was opened by accident, too. Originally, how they got there, because it was an accident at the place. Is this the same gate from the first game? No. There's two gates. Right. Yeah, it's the ener- three energy, energy, third three, energy, third energy shit that's causing these gates. Yeah, it, if you would have listened to our other that podcast, part made sense. <laughs> I did not. It switches parts from the past with the future. Mm-hmm. So I guess this brought a future part to swapped it with the city and the thing, and that's where dinosaurs came in, and somehow they were mixed up in between each other. I don't know. It, yeah, I don't even get. Yeah, whatever. So there was a jungle in the future, or the present. 
Or the past, whatever one it is. <laughs> or the future past. Yeah. Yes, yes. Man, you're talking it down to five stars now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Too late. No, we're moving on. Okay. Then we'll go to you, uh, Search Chomp Slap. Your turn. Okay. Do you want to play it now? Did the story work for you? And what score would you like to give this game? Do I want to play it now? No. Would I play a remake of Dino Crisis? Shit, yeah, man. Get on that. PS5 graphics could be yeah. pretty good. Yeah, bro. But let's talk about this story. <laughs> okay, you fucked up. You caused a ripple in time or whatever. Or swap. Time swap, I guess we'll call yeah. it. How did they get there the first time? Because the gate was still open on the present day side? Yeah. So they just walked in. Yeah. Didn't they like drive boats in? I don't in remember. the beginning, yeah, no, they definitely drove boats in, like through the gate. Yeah, because they were on like a uh, hover boat. That was their ship. Yeah. So this gate was a one-way ticket. Well, I think they had something on the boat, and then it was destroyed by the people who attacked the boat later. That's oh, that's right. right. They did. They say generated they had a... the gate from the boat, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess it makes sense as they're going to save a bunch of civilians yada yada the city was gone oh okay um it's coming together so edward city disappeared so they went to the gate to find out where the fuck it went yes yes okay that's that was the point of this yeah so they were they had every intention of just picking these people up and driving back yeah and then shit happened shit went awry shit goes awry so that makes a lot more sense okay we got that out of the way (laughs) but this whole fucking Bring dinosaurs three million years in the future thing. Can't you can't say that one. And it was so obvious that that was him when he was talking with his back to you the whole time. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Look at the stupid haircut. Yeah, and I swear he said his daughter had a head injury, but <laughs> that's how I understood that she was talking funny and stuff. But the whole idea of Dylan staying there with his daughter to die instead of going back and saving himself, because now. Well, she, they sent Regina back and like, you find a way to save us. That doesn't make sense because no. it's just going to cause another the whole alternate last, reality. The whole last 10 minutes. Were yeah. kind of hard okay. I, I, think, I think I'm zeroing in here. <laughs> so what I'm reading is the overload in 2009 from the first game caused the alterations in the Cretaceous area, which created an alternate timeline where humans didn't exist. Yes. So the point of this game, other than to rescue the survivors, or I guess the point of this game becomes, because you hear it from future Dylan, that they moved, they wanted to move the Cretaceous period into the future so they could just live out their life and be extinct eventually. And then the humans can go back to the original Cretaceous period and survive. Yeah, I give it a four. (laughs) (laughs) You, I think, I don't think you're getting the whole story, Papa Scotch. I think you're. It just doesn't sound right. I know it's some something's not right. I think something's missing, but this, I mean that's all. The the time the original time gate affected the Earth's history. Well, we got that part. But I see what you're saying. Like if it created another timeline where humanity didn't exist, how about you just don't go to? Yeah, that who the fuck cares? Yeah, I mean obviously you exist to know that yeah. they don't exist. So why you exist to make all this fucking convoluted shit to move dinosaurs three million years in the future? <laughs> So. so they're trying to fix the mistake they created when in reality the mistake didn't matter that they're much. They're just making a third different timeline yeah. now. So they're stealing the dinosaurs from the first game, putting them to the future so they can put them back in the past 
later so they don't get killed by you in the past. I don't, whatever. I thought they just put them in the, whatever. I think dinosaurs overtook the world and killed humans. <laughs> so they moved them into the future when all humans are already dead. Whatever. It's a four. Let's go to, <laughs> let's go to Scotchy here. <laughs> whatever. It's a four. <laughs> Scotchy. Did this make you want to play it? Did this make any sense? What kind of score you got for this? <laughs> I, I got to say my score varied several times <laughs> over the last week of researching. Yeah. Uh, because originally my score was high. I was originally like at a 17 <laughs> because because dude, it was it was the nostalgia. You know what I yeah, mean? It yeah, was the, I, gotcha. I remember I vividly remember coming home from school and sitting down playing Dino Crisis 1. Like it, so I had a little bit of that going to start. <laughs> but that was all eroded very quickly when we started getting into the story. I, there are aspects of the story I liked. I liked how the banter, like it, it wasn't overly serious when it easily could have been too serious and not fun. Mm. It's like, hey, we're killing T Rexes with orbital lasers. Let's have some fucking fun with this. Let's try to add some some character to these. People. <laughs> uh, I think it failed and came off a little silly, but hey, they tried that. Uh, the story, yeah, we're having we're sitting here reading the Wikipedia trying to figure it out, and we're having a hard time. So. <laughs> I can't. I, I, the story failed. Like I, I don't know what to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, if they made a remake, I would love to play it in like the Resident Evil Four engine. There's a mod going around where they're trying to do that. Bring Dino Crisis One into the Resident Evil Fours. Nice. But I'm not about to go back and play tank controls again. I just can't. I can't. I can't do it anymore. That's fair. So score. I went back and forth. I went high. I went low, and I ended up with an eight. Okay. And I still think that's mostly nostalgia. But 18. I mean, dude, mine was a two until fucking Dylan died at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Just something about a video game where velociraptors get murdered by hellfire on Apache helicopters. There's an orbital laser taking down a T Rex or a gigantosaur. There's a T-Rex that gets its eye goddamn blown off by a rocket launcher. I'm like, you know what? We're getting, we're getting, you're getting some points. Yeah. You're getting some points for creativity. Okay. So 18 it gets. That's it. That's it. 18. Which, you know, picking this game, I thought it'd be way higher. And I would love to tell you what we gave the original one, but we didn't keep score back then. No. <laughs> but 18 puts it two above Saints Row, which we gave a 16 back on March 25th. Uh, we also gave a 16 to Grand Theft Auto 3, which we did back on March 4th, and we gave Haunting Ground a 19 back on February 11th. Mm-hmm. All right. You'd swear it was only out of, like, 30. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those of you that are new, 67 stars is the max we can 81. ever get. No, 81, dude. 81? Oh, that's right, 27 <laughs> times 3. Wow, I'm awesome. 81 is the total score. I don't think we've ever had anything get close to that. I think 60-something no. was our highest. It might have been Bioshock. Borderlands 2, I think. Maybe. It was pretty fucking uh, Borderlands 2 got a 67. Yeah. And then Bioshock got a 66. Usually so anything those... above like a 24 is a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. If you're single digits or like under 15, it's not, it's not a good... <laughs> it's not worth anybody's time. True that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then with that, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic Wrestling Finisher Lock of the Week. Ding, 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 ding. Hell in a cell. <laughs> every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed wrestling finishing move that you could use probably in a street fight. But, you know, don't because you'll kill somebody. Mm-hmm. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? We got... uh. 
the classic submission hold of Chris Jericho called The Walls of Jericho. Walls of Jericho. Walls of Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what exactly does this move entail for those it, idiot viewers out there? <laughs> it's an elevated Boston crab, if you know what a Boston crab is. Of course I do. Wait, am I fucking new? <laughs> According to the Pro Wrestling Wiki, it is a wrestling hold that starts with the opponent laying supine on the mat. Supine means on your back for people who don't know. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> which is what which is what you were implying I didn't know, but I totally did. I know it from psych. It's the opposite of alpine. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's 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 it. That's something. I think scientists just quit the podcast. Again. <laughs> Again. But anyway, the wrestler hooks each of the opponent's legs under one of his arms, one under each arm. That's a better way to say it. And then turns the opponent face down, stepping over him. And he basically like sits on his back while he wrenches his legs back towards his head. Yep. Ooh. But for uh, a Walls of Jericho, he kind of lifts them higher so there's just their shoulder and their face on the ground and not their stomach. And he puts a knee in their back. Oh, I was going to say, it seems like it would hurt less, but then the knee in the back. Well, you're kind of like on your, just yeah. your face and neck instead yeah, of that would your hurt stomach. It by itself. Yeah. Ugh. My God, it's making my legs cramp up now. I mean, you could use, this one would probably be the safest one to use in a straight fight, street fight, because you're just going to get him like road rash on his face if you do it. Kind of Can you imagine, you just walk down the street, see a guy in a fucking walls of chairs. What's going on here? <laughs> he hit on my girl. I just be like, you know what? I'm staying out of this one. I, I'm I'm not even going to get on my phone and take video. Of this. I just that's a I sweet would. move. That'd dude. be a great video. <laughs> Like, look, he makes him submit with the walls of Jericho in the street fight. <laughs> it's like, fine, fuck my wife. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Imagine walking down the street and seeing just wrestling moves. Like, you go past this, you see a dude, like, come off a fire hydrant <laughs> yeah. with people's elbow. That'd be so cool. That'd be awesome. But that's it. The walls of Jericho. All right. Let's move for today. So we'll head over to our favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Chomp Slaps. Would you rather? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that should be cut. Can't cut around that one. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Great for that podcast. So, Chump yeah. Slap, I got a real, a real noodle rubber for you. Mm. Would you rather have your name tattooed on your forehead or have no front teeth? <laughs> what? <laughs> your own name tattooed? Could it be Chump Slap yes. or my... Legal given name, which is chump slap, right? You yes. got that change. Chump M slap. <laughs> chump M. <laughs> the M's for motherfucker. Uh, tattoo like, and it has to be visible. We're not talking a minuscule tattoo. It's your entire forehead. Talking really big, or miss all my front teeth? Like how many? I'm gonna go for front four and top and yeah, bottom. Yeah, we'll go for front four, front four, top and bottom. Four on both the top and the bottom. Ugh. Eight total teeth. I can't get fake teeth? In this made-up scenario, no. <laughs> Fuck that, then. I'll have to get the tattoo. <laughs> That's this chump on your forehead? Yeah. <laughs> I just thought of that. He's walking down the street with a huge tattoo on his forehead. says chump. It's a slap on the back of my head. <laughs> well, how are you going to put that on the back of your head with that zipper tattoo you already have? Oh. <laughs> That'd be so sweet. <laughs> Would be. <laughs> So that's it. That's what you're going with. Your I name have tattooed to. I mean, I'm forehead. not going to fucking go with no teeth. I can't even talk then. I can't say teeth. <laughs> that's a good point. Your pronunciation <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. 
All right. Well, let's say if someone had a design of Chump M Slap that they wanted to send you to get that tattoo on your forehead, if you know you ever decide to go there, where would they send that email to, Sir Chump Slap? Well, send that with the picture attachment to plottytime at gmail.com, and I will respond and grade your artistic ability. Yeah, 100% He's not response nice rate. about it. Mm, very strict. But he's fair. Definitely. He's fair. So let's say they wanted to get to us faster on the socials about, you know, sending us some profiles of some sweet tattoo artists that could uh, specialize in forehead tats. Where <laughs> could they send those to, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram, Twitter, or Imgur. Ooh. Imgur. Ooh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, if you want to uh, watch a little pretty waterfall with our logo in front of it while you listen to this, head on over to YouTube. Like and subscribe there. Really helps us out. Like and subscribe, everyone. Yeah, like, subscribe, comment. Binge. Get us. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Maybe she'll be annoyed. Download it on phones at the iStore. Do what you got to do. We'd appreciate it. We really would. Yeah, because we're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, does it. that does it for us. So, I don't know. Stay safe. Play some video games. Don't trust Dr. Scientist. And we'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace. <laughs>